thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, let's see here. Good afternoon. Boy, get my times all mixed up here. It is March 3rd, Thursday, and I just want to say good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Um, you are listening to 1% or less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ at the wheel. They are in the driver's seat. They are in the captain's chair. They are the one running the show, not me. I'm just the guy that does all the uh, technical stuff, pushes buttons, you know, all the fun the fun behind the scenes things, and I just try to get the message out there. And so today we are reading uh, out of John chapter 3. Uh, I want to say welcome again. I hope everybody's Thursday is going well so far. So let's get started here. All right, because after this, I'm going to be recording, um, or actually, I should say, I'm going to be going live and doing the. Um, I'm going to be doing my his hardline discussion a little sooner today because it's my mother-in-law's birthday this week, and so we're going to go over to her house and we're going to enjoy some time with her, and we're going to you know just celebrate with her. So um, I'm going to do my his hardline uh, show. I'm going to typically try to stick around sevens, but there's going to be a lot of times, believe it or not, that I'm going to probably have to do this a little sooner than later. And here's the thing at the end of the day, a lot of people typically seems like more of the listens. As I look at my statistics and numbers, um, I get a lot more people that listen, uh, via downloads and repeats, uh, than live. So until the listenership, uh, as far as live listens, uh, increases, I'm not really going to stick too firm on the 7 PM. Um, more or less, I'm going to just kind of do it almost like this, you know, the 1% or less where, you know, I do it when I have the time. And as, you know, this continues to grow, I will get it to be more structured where people do want to listen live and participate in a chat. Um, then I will do that as well. Um, but for right now, uh, just for the sake of keeping things simple until things grow, because everything is a process, um, it'll take me a little time. So let's get started. John chapter three. All right. And it reads, Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, Well, how can a person... Once grown old, be born again. Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen, amen, I say to you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills. And you can hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can this happen? Jesus answered and said to him, You are the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand this? Amen, amen, I say to you. We speak of what we know, and we testify what we have seen. But you people do not accept our testimony. If I tell you about earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, 
so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people prefer darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. Now, as far as the final witness of the Baptist, it reads, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the region of Judea, where he spent some time there uh, with them baptizing. John was also baptizing in Anon and Salem. Because there was an abundance of water there, and people came to be baptized, for John had not yet been imprisoned. Now a dispute arose between the disciples of John and a Jew about ceremonial washings. So they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, the one who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here is he is baptizing, and everyone is coming to him. John answered and said, No one can receive anything except except what has been given him from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said that I am not, not the Messiah, but that I was sent before him, the one who has the bride in the bridegroom, the best man, who stands and listens to him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made complete. He must increase. I must increase. Now, the one who comes from above is above all. The one who is on the earth is earthly and speaks of earthly things, but the one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever does accept his testimony certifies that God is trustworthy. For the, re for the one whom God sent speaks the word of God. He does not ration his gift of the Spirit. The Father loves the Son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him. And that concludes the reading of chapter 3. And so, I, I like I have said from the beginning of reading this chapter, um, or not just this chapter, excuse me, this book of John, it's become something that I've really come to really enjoy. And it's hard to say that I have a, a favorite uh, book in the Bible. They're all good. Um, but as far as new, new test, uh, the, the new Testament, I really enjoy the book of John and, and simply because of that very, I, and maybe this is the wrong word to use, but um, I almost, want to be inclined to say that famous verse, right? John 3, 16. Everybody who's anybody knows what that verse is, even those who aren't really biblical, you know, uh, people who don't read the Bible. I mean, that's a pretty well-known verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. I mean, 
you know, as I as I watched on um, Netflix or not Netflix, excuse me, Netflix is for the devil. Hate that platform. I actually got rid of it. Pure Flix. There's a show on there called The Life of Jesus, and it's derived from the book of John. And it's right now they only have one season on there, but there's 10 episodes and I love it. Um, I've learned so much just just in, you know, just in watching that. I mean, I've read the book of John multiple times over, and obviously this is like one more of many times that I've read before. And each time I, I pick up something different and uh, something jumps out at me. Um, and, and just, you know, I just, the Bible really is a living text. And as you, as you start thinking Right. I mean, we'll never understand the whole Bible. There are so much, so many complexities about the Bible. I don't think even some of your most profound biblical scholars out there can really even decipher it. I mean, because there is a lot, a lot in this, in my humble estimation, that I don't think many people even understand. Uh, some people believe that there's a lot of code and a lot of different cryptic things that are hidden within the Bible. I don't know about all that. I can't even testify to any of that. But what I do know is this every time I read in the Bible, I always pick up something new. I could have read it 10, 12, or 14 different times. And then maybe on that 15th time, something just pops out at me. It's like, whoa. And I heard this somewhere, and I can't remember where I heard this, but somebody said that, you know, when you start to think that you're understanding what you're reading in the Bible, you got to understand that the Bible's starting to understand you and is reading you. And, you know, as I thought about when I heard that, I was like, I wonder what that really means. But it, it does make sense because, you know, again, with, with, with the Bible, this is why I say, you know, spend 1% of your day with him, him being God, right? The word of God, open up your Bible, say some prayers to him, talk to, talk to God like he's a friend, right? We all have that same 1,440 minutes in a day. I will pound this fact in your head until you recite it in your sleep when you're in a deep REM sleep. We all have the same 1,440 minutes in the day in a 24-hour period. 1% of that is a little less than 15 minutes. We're rounding up, so it's 15 minutes. You can easily do a two, three, four, five-minute prayer, talk to God, start your day off right. Like I said, I get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm at work at 2.30. I'm usually under the loading rack, loading up my first load of the day. Um, and while I'm loading, I'm reading a chapter in the first thing in the morning. I don't even eat breakfast. In fact, my my cup of coffee isn't even gone yet by this point. I am reading the Bible one chapter every day. That's my breakfast. And if I start my day without it, I feel incomplete. There's been times where I'll sometimes I'll have a mind blank and I'm like, oh man, I forgot to read my chapter. I'll literally pull over my semi. All right. And if you know anything about trucks and rigs, especially when they're loaded at 128,000 pounds. Okay, in Michigan, we we can load heavier than eighty thousand to anybody that's a truck driver listening. They're like one hundred twenty eight. Um, we do a lot of heavy haul up here, but you know, you pull over. You know, it's not like it takes forever to get up and going, but you know, getting a rig up to momentum back at, back up to speed at sixty five miles an hour that's kind of a you know inconvenience. You know, once you get rolling, you just want to get rolling. But if I forget to read my chapter first thing in the morning, you better believe I'm pulling that truck over and I'm grabbing my truck Bible that rides with me everywhere I go. And yeah, I'm taking some time with him. I want Christ in my heart. And that I am committed to every single day. And this is why I read it daily. You want true transformation in your life? I'm telling you. 
open up your Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, go buy one. And if you don't like to read, that's fine. That's why I'm here. Spend 1% or less with him. Him is not me. Him is God. I'm just, like I said, I'm the technical guy. I'm the guy that just kind of reads. I'm, I'm a truck driver, not a biblical scholar. I'm not a priest. I'm not a pastor, not a prophet. I'm not any of those. I am a man. I'm a mortal. And I'm hoping that I'm doing right by God by doing this. I don't want notoriety. I don't want fame. I don't want money. Quite frankly, I'm okay just making the income that I'm making, doing what I'm doing. I don't care if this platform grows to numbers that I can't even imagine. It's not about what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, I'm not trying to gain a fellow a followership here to where, you know, I'm like the next Joe Rogan. I don't care about that. What I care about is I want people to get closer with Christ. I want to expand his kingdom. And when we expand his kingdom, hopefully, I'm hoping and praying that we can get enough people in this nation and around this world for that matter closer to God so we can become a free people again because that's the reason why this nation is so lost and why we see all the crazy chaos going on. We are a nation adrift and we're lost. And we need to get closer with God. And so that's why I do this chapter a day Bible reading every single day. And I do apologize in advance if I stumble over words or sometimes you hear me pause. Sometimes if you hear a pause, it's because I'm trying to understand something. Because again, I'm a novice at this, just like you. I'm not a pro at this. I just started digging into this deeper just within the last 16 to 18 months. You know, one thing I can honestly say that one blessing has come out of COVID, quote unquote, is that I had more time on my hands to really assess what the heck was really important. Well, guess what? God pressed upon my heart of what was important. It was his word. And centering God around my marriage, around our household, all of that, very important. And so anyway, I want to conclude with this because we are running short on time. I'm going to do a, uh, another live here right after this. I'm going to get a drink of water because like I said, it's my mother-in-law's birthday. And uh, I'm going to do the, uh, the His Hardline discussion, which is a little further discussion. Um, so I'm going to do that here in the next five minutes. But I'm gonna, we're going to bow our heads real quick and pray. Excuse me for my fumbling my words. Words are hard some days. So here we go. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you so very much for this day and allowing us to wake up and, and breathe another breath of air in our lungs to you know run through the, our veins. Thank you so very much for the lifeblood that you do bring into us, the life that you do bring into our lives. And thank you so much for your good word. And I pray for not just my family, our marriage, and thank you for all of those things and my family. But I don't want to pray for anybody who listens to this. And I also want to pray for anybody out there who is struggling in their own marriage, struggling in their own families, struggling with their jobs, struggling with whatever it is that they're dealing with. I pray that you lay your graceful and loving hand in their lives and help bring them to where they need to be. And I pray that this podcast will help resonate in people's hearts and souls so they can get closer to your son. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that concludes 1% or less with him. And again, this was John chapter 3 we were reading, and I will be back in about five minutes. Out for now. Thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time.
Have a blessed day.